Hello, my name is Patricia and I'm delighted to welcome you to episode 12 of the third series of the Haiku P podcast. An episode in which old friends and new have written for you on the topic of ageing. The response has been quite overwhelming. It's clearly a topic that inspired you. So how are things where you are? Life here in Switzerland is moving back to normality. It's funny how quickly things spring back to life. Social distancing seems to be almost a thing of the past here. Although the authorities remind us to distance, the reality is that we're beginning to forget. I'm looking forward to the day that the government says my children can come home for a visit, or that the UK will allow me to visit them without making me quarantine for two weeks. It feels like it's getting closer. Restaurants are open and I've taken my husband out for coffee with my coffee money. A coffee by the lake in a little village called Isseltwald and another in Interlaken, where it was so quiet without the normal tourist hustle and bustle. So many thanks to those of you who went to the Poetry P website and bought me a coffee. My husband and I both appreciated it. Before I continue to the haiku and senryu, just a little housekeeping. I'm pretty sure I've updated the poet's directory so everyone on today's podcast is on there. But do please check and send me updates if they're needed. So as life is becoming normalised, I'm going to cut down on the PTV moments. I'm going to post them twice a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays from the 16th of June, as long as I have some to post, that is. So if the muse takes you, please continue to send them. Now, for some haiku and senryu. As usual, I'll start by reading some verses that have been published elsewhere, and then I'll read work especially written for the podcast. First from some new friends, and then by our lovely regulars. Thank you to you all. First are the published ones. And first up is Debbie Strange with her winning haiku, from the 2017 Vancouver Cherry Blossom Festival Haiku Invitational. Transience. Petal by petal, we let go. And this from Arch Hazlitt from Frog Pond. I'm not sure it's about ageing, but it felt right to me. So tired, they made love by holding hands. And I found this one in an essay by Charles Trumbull. It's from Santoga. The beauty of the sunset grieves not for old age. Catherine E. Winnick sent this one to me, which appeared on the cover of the Response magazine to Lindsay Sears' exhibition, Careless. Nothing to fear. Ageing is a natural part of life. Lastly, something I found on the Haiku Dialogues Brevity Posting by Alusha Vukovic. Blackbird's Song I Ignore Nearing Death That's a bit sad really, isn't it? But anyway, let's move on to Haiku and Senryu that have been written by you for us. And as usual, I'll start with poets that are new to the podcast. Heading first to the continent of America to meet Deborah Bennett, who grew up in the Midwest. 
Into the fountain the first leaf falls, too soft to break the sun. And then to Philadelphia, to welcome Michael Thiel, a writer of many genres, who today has written haiku for us. Wrinkles of age spread on another birthday cake, cracked white icing. Next, from Wendy Toth, Notarnicola, a verse that resonated with me. Both my sons now tower way above me, and this one made me smile. I walk with my sons through the garden, how the weeds have grown. Staying in the garden, we're going to go to the UK to visit with Richard Hargreaves, who lives in Yorkshire. In actual fact, we have a few Yorkshire poets on the podcast today. Richard, like many of you, revels in nature. His particular passion is birding, and of course wildlife in general, from bees to whales, from dragonflies to jaguars. Ripened fruit drops, ripples across the water, creases on the skin. And another connection to my children, our next poet, Jack Cooper, is studying for a PhD in embryonic cell migration at Warwick University, an establishment that educated two of my kids. And we're staying in the garden. Apples ripen. Spring is harsh, soil thin, the skin remembers. Mary Morrissey Cummins spends her retirement in the Garden of Ireland. Well, not all of it, I'm sure. But she says, Retirement is a glorious time of discovery. Mottled leaves of the sunflower, ageing. And staying in Ireland, Mike Gallagher has written for us. Mike is an award-winning poet whose poetry collection, Stick on Stone, is published by Revival Press. Riverbank, fishing for memories, our dangling toes. For the next section of the podcast, we'll crisscross the globe, first to the foothills of North Georgia to meet Jason Furtak, who introduced me to the idea of a typewriter poet. You know, you miss out on all these little terms when you don't live in an English-speaking environment. So possibly from Jason's typewriter, a ghostly apparition of my past, grey hair. And now to India, where we'll hear from Minal Sarosh, another award-winning hygiene. Forgetfulness. Why do I call my daughter by her son's name? Off to Australia next to meet with Rob McKinnon, who in contrast to Manal, is a relative newbie to the world of haiku. Short-term memories, recent recognition loss of faces and things. Now, we're going to Indonesia, where Elisa Teriana writes for us. She's a computer programmer, and I've probably said this before, But what is it about this particular area of expertise that produces so many who love and write haiku? Answers in an email, please.
Sickle Moon, what's left of me to come home to? Jamie Beth Kowalski lives in western Montana, which sounds like the perfect place to really immerse yourself in the natural surroundings. When childhood favourites are dubbed vintage, ageing. Our next poet is much closer to my home. Eddie Lee is writing from Germany. Although this is her first time on the podcast, those of you who follow PTV Moments will have recently heard her work in collaboration with one of our regulars, Mark Gilbert. Birthday. Butter melting in late sun. And the last of our new poets, Paul Callas, is based in Malta. He's a retired teacher who's been active in the literary field for around 50 years. He writes poetry, short stories and lyrics for songs, mostly in English and Maltese. End of autumn. Behind a thicket, the moon clearer. And so we turn to some familiar poets. Thank you to all of you for your continuing support of the podcast. Wayne Kingston So many tears, no reasons to cry. Dementia Christina Chin The quiet winter cicadas, familiar duet. James Young After a cold swim, the sun is a comfort in old age. Dr. Tim Gardner Hard to forget, nursing home custard. Dorothy Burrows Winter sun, today we both feel fine. Andrew Sire Maintaining good health, septuagenarian, journey still excites. Marilyn Ward Ridge and furrow covered in snow, his wrinkles. Roger Watson. Late bottled vintage, just reflecting, burial or cremation. Professor R.K. Singh. Winter rain bends the roses low, lumber pain. Jonathan Roman. Family reunion, where they used to sit me. Neelam Dadwal. Aging haiku. She writes self as Kigo. Willie R. Bonkaron. Class reunion, the old jokes still persist. Erin Castaldi. Last petals, the gentle glide, grandmother's rocker. Rashmi Visa. Chrysanthemum, grandma's fresh laughter in the old photos. Isabel Caves. Glints of birdsong in the gloaming, grandpa's horizon. Hemapriya Chalapan. Nursing home, on her wrinkled face, a patch of sunlight. 
Tiffany Shaw Diaz. Finally comfy in my skin, magenta twilight. Kim Russell. Blue veins, desiccated breasts, juiceless buds. Linda L. Ludwig. The antique mirror reflects a faded beauty. Her ego cracks. Isabella Kramer. As if my soul sister, old raven. Kristen Lindquist. Moon phase, the one-week lifespan of a lunar moth. Nisha Ravi Prasad. Alone at home, my grandchildren's voices in my head. Vandana Parashar. Social distancing. I no longer fuss over my greying hair. Nadia Kostandinova. Looking at myself. Not a friend anymore. The mirror. Anjali Wahad Pandey. That age when I hoard silver in my hair. Tracy Davidson. Waving at me in the wing mirror. Another hair on my chin. Peter Draper. Recycling centre. Which skip for memories? Ricky Rivers Jr. Morning memories. A moment to breathe. Take in the past. Valentina Rinaldi Adams. An epiphany. That old person is younger than I. Robert Horobin. Crow's feet. The simple act of smiling. Mark Gilbert. The echoes of yesterday's dappling swans. Roberta Beach Jacobson. Lakeside birthday, new ripples in reflected face. Lavana Cray. Lost names, reviving wildflowers in a tea bag. Demir Demir. In dreams, I'm growing spring onions. Wrinkled hands. Pravat Kumar Padi. Fruit-laden, the old man lightens his worries. Mariella Coromoto. In the garden, a conversation of rusted ideas. Pearl. Solar return, the V in the tail of the swallow. Elaine Patricia Morris. Threadbare brocade, curtains of conversation, unravelling dramas. Miniko Takahashi. A night with fireflies, getting old at liberty. Daniela Miso. Burning wood, hopes of tomorrow in the fireplace. John Hawkhead.
61. The Realisation I'm an Orphan. Srinivas S. Mountain Breeze, an old man at peace with his own pace. Richard Bailey. Classic caddy mandarin orange convertible, missing hubcap. Bahuana Ratore. Imparting wisdom, my mischievous grandchildren, life in quarantine. Ian Speed. Aging well comes from thinking older when you're young, younger when you're old. Constance Borg. A tree lives longest when surrounded by the forest. Debbie Strange. Bristlecone pines. Surely these could not be my hands. David Oates. Poor old feet. Thanks for carrying me this far. Wendy C. Bialik. Old age. Wisdom from every mistake keeps me company. A little something from me. Tracing history through photos, fading colours. And to finish today, a collaboration from Barbara Carlson and Robert Quisada. Old hands caress yellowed keys, coaxing lullabies, grand piano sighs. Now what a lovely way to end the podcast. A collaboration, and especially sweet, that it's one of our regular contributors introducing a new poet to us. So a last reminder, the next podcast will be continuing the idea of brevity and looking at editing. I've had a good response to that, and if you haven't heard it or read the show notes, there's still time to have a think and email me about it. And don't forget, next month the topic is voyages, and you still have time to email me your work. The deadline is the 1st of July. There's a bit of a change for next month. I'm very excited to have a joint editor. I'll tell you more then. So until next time, keep writing. Please do go and have a look at the show notes and the poet's directory. And if you have the time, follow each other on the various social media platforms. It's always a treat to have new friends, even if only virtually. And if you need any more information or I've missed something, just email me. Ciao.